Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Coming to you from fabulous Las Vegas. The right side is the winning side. The late move is the correct move. Sports betting capital of the world. We all know when a sharp like me weighs in, the lines move. It's a party for your ears. (laughs) This is The Buffet with Chad and Scooch. I want to buy that guy a buffet. Welcome back to The Buffet with Chad and Scooch. I am Chad Millman of the Action Network. Scooch is, as you all know, elusive and a man who operates of his own volition, time, and rules. And he's just not available. You know, he's probably summering at his Italian villa. But he's not going to be on the podcast today. It doesn't matter. Because today's episode is so chock full of epicness. It honestly captures everything that we are trying to do at the Action Network, which is our nascent company focused on sports betting and all of the attendant joys that come with it. The conversation, the risk-taking nature of betting itself, the community that has evolved over the years um, of people who have longed for places to talk about this kind of stuff and connect with other people who talk about this kind of stuff. Uh, And there is an event going on that was created by three guys in our universe, um, Adam Levitan, Peter Jennings, Jonathan Bales, the latter two founders of Fantasy Labs, which is part of the Action Network. Uh, They created an event called the Gambling Olympics, uh, which for anybody who likes to bet on anything is kind of like, um, it is like Nirvana because they are doing all the things that everybody wishes they could do. And they're doing it over three days in Las Vegas, sponsored by the Action Network, boatloads of content you can find at actionnetwork.com slash gambling hyphen Olympics. Fellas, I have all three of them on the call today. Levitan, I'm going to start with you. Break down for me how the Gambling Olympics came to be. It's so funny. You know, I, I told my family I have to go to Vegas for work. And they're like, they understand, you know, it's like, oh, Adam's going to Vegas for work. That's fine. And then slowly it's come out what I'm actually doing out there. And um, it's a little bit off the rails. But but here's here's what we're doing. 
basically just had the idea to get a bunch of guys who love to gamble, uh, who love to bet on stuff, get them all in a house um, and kind of see what happens and see what happens around this 12 event, Gambling Olympics, oh, 12 events that we came up with that we think are um, skill-based in at least some sense. So games like Yahtzee and uh, Connect Four and DFS and poker are, for examples of four of the events. Uh, you'll get points for each event that you win, place, show, et cetera. And then we'll crown uh, a gold medal winner at the end of the Gambling Olympics. So uh, it's pretty similar, and we're pretty confident that one day it'll be bigger than the real Olympics. I have no doubt. Like, this is all generational, right? You know, if you look back, like, you know, it took the NFL 50 years from the time it was founded until, like, it really became America's most popular sport. Esports, like, started really in the 1970s and evolved into something today that is a massive industry. The Gambling Olympics, you know, by the time we reach, uh, what is this year? It's 2018. By the time we reach 2068, my prediction, I'd like to hear uh, Levitan, Jonathan Bales, and Peter Jennings uh, weigh in on this. My prediction by 2068, Gambling Olympics is a serious thing that has national television coverage. I'll take the under on 2068 uh, in terms of when this becomes a nationally televised massive event. I think the way the future is going to look is events like this are going to be very prominent. And let's face it, this is something that literally anyone can compete in. And I think everyone would want to be involved in something like this. So I agree with you. It's going to take some time. Uh, certainly, you know, I think we have a, a good start here. but. Long term, I, I could see athletes, I could see celebrities, I could see a variety of characters competing in something like this. So I'll take the under on 2068, but I'm glad you have confidence, Chad. A lot of confidence, my friend. Uh, Levitan, what do you think? I actually think that this is going to be really huge. And because of just what I've seen from the reaction from uh, our audience in the past, right? Like we have done all kinds of things with football and with DFS. You know, Peter's been on. Sports Center, we have these podcasts and everything, and, and they're popular for sure. Uh, I don't get any type of reaction like I get when I play uh, a guy with a frying pan and people watch. Um, I don't get the same reaction when me and Bales run a one-mile race against each other uh, in Florida. That's what really got uh, people talking. That got uh, everybody excited everywhere I go. People are asking me about these props and my strategy and all that. So, yeah, while everybody is doing you know football content and stuff like that, um, this is, I think, unique and and I think you're right. It speaks to people uh, from a generational basis where uh, this is what people are going to be interested in, in the future. So, so yeah, I, I, you know, I think 2068 is, is reasonable and maybe the under is a, is a good bet as well. Yeah, I think uh, that, uh, so, so I think we're all going to be uh, dead by then. So I don't think we'll, we'll uh, see it happen, but I think the general trend of like um, people sort of having like downside on their beliefs or actions or, or things that they want to do is, is, uh, is something that's happening. That's why we do a lot of these bets. We do a lot of, uh, ridiculous bets, but we also do, um, bets that are good for us. We have like a no carb bet right now. We have uh, a beer bet. We do a lot of fitness props. And the reason is because we have downside and we, we want to improve our lives. And I think that that trend of, um, implementing downside, uh, to whatever it is uh, you want to accomplish in your life is something that will happen more and more, um, you know, over over the next uh, couple of decades. So, um, 
that's a very earnest answer about how you guys approach all of these all of these bets. Levitan, take me through each of the events. You talked about four of the events, and I just want to frame this for people like gambling Olympics, 12 participants. Each person is paying, is buying in at 2,500 bucks. There's going to be 12 of you living in a house for three days. You're going to compete in 12 different events. Levitan, like you said, points for win, place, or show. Give me the 12 events that you're competing in. You've named four of them. Give me the rest of them. Really, Bales is the one. He, he's the one who did them all to make sure that he is the big favorite in all of them. So, all right, here we yeah, go. Yeah, we have WNBA, buddy. <laughs> All right. Yes, I named the four. They the name four that I named were sport, were DFS, poker, Connect Four, and Yahtzee. All I think pretty skill based. Uh, we're also going to do a crypto portfolio. Everybody's going to buy one cryptocurrency. Whoever goes up the most over a twenty four hour period will win. We will also do sports betting, which I think is extremely skill based, as we've shown uh, on the Action Network. Um, we are also going to do a blackjack tournament, which I actually think, if everybody going to play the optimal blackjack strategy, probably has. Uh, the least amount, but there will be strategy and um, how much you bet on a hand and kind of overarching strategy. I think pretty much everybody going, though, is well aware of optimal uh, blackjack strategy. Uh, the one that I'm the biggest underdog in for sure is beer pong. Uh, I don't know how these meatheads wrote me into doing beer pong, but that, that is an event. AC Ducey is one of my favorite games. If you guys like to gamble, AC Ducey with your friends is one of the most fun uh, games you can play, also called Posts or Between the Sheets. Uh, rock, paper, scissors. Bales put that in because he considers himself a world-class rock, paper, scissors player. Uh, I've been battling Bales a lot in that recently and have been getting some wins. So I'm coming in with confidence there. Uh, the second to last event will be Laden Thinks. If you listen to the Three Donkeys podcast, you know what Laden Thinks is started uh, in live poker. Basically just about thinking about how our opponents think instead of what the, what the right answer is to a question. And then one that uh, we came up with that I think is interesting is standings prediction. So at the beginning, uh, we will, everyone will project what they think the final standings will be of the gambling Olympics. So there's certainly some DFS strategy there in terms of being contrarian, whether you want to bet on yourself, which I uh, would assume you would to try to get double points. But, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, strategy that goes into that as well. And so Jennings, uh, give us a rundown of the participants and who they are and sort of how this community comes together uh, and how it speaks to the pool of betters that exist that have been yearning for something like this. Absolutely. I think we have a great cast and uh, certainly the, the right types of degenerates and skillful gamblers involved in the gambling Olympics. I'll start with my team. Uh, Brandon Adams uh, was one of my first picks or my first pick. And uh, Brandon is a ex Harvard professor, a professional poker player, professional DFS player, uh, just a brilliant gambler, and I think uh, is one of the favorites in the gambling Olympics. Also, have Paul Duca of the Action Network. You might also remember him from playing Major League Baseball. Got the best athlete in the field by far on my team. And then Blackjack Fletcher, also of the Action Network, uh, who I think just is totally uh, the, the exact kind of person that you think of when you think of the gambling Olympics. Uh, on Bale's team, Bale's has uh, – did you end up with Joey Bale's? Nope, Joey's on my team. Joey's on, on, on your team. Well, Bales has the odds maker uh, filling in. He also has... Um, Tell people who the odds maker is. Sean Corner. He's the official odds maker for the Action Network, number one. 
but his sort of what is it like his predictive lineups the last three years have been the best in fantasy sports is that what it is yeah so sean originally was a, a lines maker and then transitioned to working at stats inc and is really focused on projecting players in fantasy sports in particular football and he's been the most accurate predictor of fantasy football on fantasy pros the last three years and i believe four out of the last five so he is incredible at setting odds he's done things like set odds on dfs live finals uh he is a late addition and i think he is right there as the favorite i also saw on the twitter machine that he and his wife are playing yahtzee so he is training he is certainly working hard um and i think that that was a, a great addition for bales's team um in addition What's to that a great I'm addition to... for the action network since he is an officially employee now uh, the best addition to the Action Network. I, yes. I love that. He is he is incredible. I should pull this up too. So I, I have your team left in. You have Mooney, you have Joey, and you have Mans, right? Yeah, you didn't mention uh, Matt Brown and, and Scott Blumstein. Bales also has Scott Blumstein, who won the World Series of Poker last year. Pretty nice hit. He's also an avid DFS player and a very good DFS player at that. Uh, I think he's really, really smart and certainly one of the favorites in the Gambling Olympics as well. And then Matt Brown, who's lived in Vegas and done a lot of content around gambling, has experience in all of these events, uh, is a really strong contestant as well. Uh, on Adam Levitan's team, he has Michael Mooney, who is doing a story on this. Uh, I think Michael's going to be a really, really good contestant. He's uh, played poker professionally in the past. Uh, he's a, a great guy, and I think he'll do extremely well. He has Pete Manzanelli, a.k.a. The Mans, uh, who's training probably harder than anyone. Uh, he is the inventor of a physical cryptocurrency. He is a runner-up finisher in the first ever Broathlon, and uh, I think he might be the biggest grinder in the field. And finally, he has Joey Ingram, a famous podcaster and poker player who uh, is no stranger to prop bets and certainly should be a really fun guest, uh, in the, or a really fun contestant in this event. All right, so... Um... I have so many questions from this. Let's go back to Bales for a second, because you said something that was really interesting to me. And like, to me, this thing could hold, could all be folly, right? Like you can make this whole thing funny and I'm sure we will. We're going to have Matthew Friedman from the Action Network who's on site, like doing a live blog. You guys are all going to be tweeting nonstop, not just you guys, but like everybody there is going to be tweeting nonstop and sort of sharing the highlights of it. But um you said something really interesting, like betting on, like having downside in these things. And you guys do a podcast called Three Donkeys, and um, you guys have really in-depth conversations about the psychology and management of risk in betting. So why do you think that is becoming bales more and more popular for people to talk about and want to uh, invest in personally? Um, yeah, I, I think it's uh, becoming more popular because it's the greatest possible motivator for you to do things that you want in your life. I've seen a lot of um, uh, like weight loss sites pop up that sort of like pit you against someone else and you need to track your weight and you can bet actual money on it. Um, and I think I saw a study where uh, if you post something online, like on social media about something you're going to do, you're like almost infinitely more likely to do that thing, um, whether it's lose weight or eat better or whatever it is. Um, and so I think that uh, 
in general, people are becoming more aware of, uh, yeah, just general psychology around what um, motivates them and, uh, and trying to sort of leverage that to make their lives better. And what do you expect to happen when you get out there? Like, if you're predicting right now Levitan, who is going to be like, who's going to be the one who's doing so much worse than you could have possibly imagined? Uh, you know, one of the things I thought about when I was making my team was guys who are going to take it super serious, right? So I could see some guys going out there, maybe I shouldn't name names, but they're going to be drinking, they're going to be partying, they're in Vegas, we have this ridiculous house. I wanted uh, all heart on my team, right? So uh, to that end, I think that the man's is going to be all hard. I think Joe Ingram has a, a very good record in prop betting. Uh, he's all hard. And then Michael Mooney, who wrote the American Sniper book, and then is following it up by writing about this, which, uh, you know, is obviously questionable. But that said, I think he's going to be all hard, too. So I, I like that uh, a lot from my team. Uh, I didn't want anybody who's going to be, you know, drunk and partying. We're in it to win it, baby. So, so yeah, there's a decent amount of money in the line. And uh, I think that's going to be a uh, deciding factor is motivation. What uh, what is the total amount that's going to be in the pool? Twenty five hundred a man, so thirty k total prize pool. And how is the prize pool broken up? For the individual, it is ten k to first, six k to second, four k to third, and then the winning team will get ten k to be divided uh, amongst themselves. So that's why you have the teams. That's what I was going to ask. Like, what's the purpose of having the teams? Yeah, I think having a team component, just like you would in the real Olympics, you know, yeah, the Olympians compete for the United States uh, on the stage for themselves, but also they're competing for their country. And in this case, their country is Team Levitan, Team Bales, uh, and team, team Jennings. And it's a lot of pride. There's pride on the line here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys in it are super rich, right? Like 2,500, you know, hashtag how rich, that, that's not a lot. But I think pride is going to motivate uh, certain guys to, to bigger degrees than others, though, for sure. Jennings, who is the richest person competing in the gambling Olympics? <laughs> wow, that's a really tough question. Um, my my guess, I, I, actually, it's it's a hard thing. I, I think the person who definitely is going to be willing to invest the most on different props and maybe side action is Brandon Adams. I mean, I think that's a a clear cut favorite. He just played a three hundred thousand dollar poker tournament uh, about a month ago. He's played extremely high stakes tennis, uh, plays as high stakes as anyone in DFS. Uh, but Paul LaDuca was also in the major leagues for a long time. And if you, you can look up the, the salary that he made. So uh, those would be my my two leaders. And then also, I guess, Scott, he just won you know seven or eight million dollars in the World Series of Poker as well. So uh, there's some affluent people in this uh, in the gambling Olympics here. All right. So let me go down the line. Bales, I'll start with you. What is your threshold for the highest limit you would bet on side action at the gambling Olympics? Um, it would depend on what I think my edge is. So I, if I think I got some like really good, ridiculous bet, um, I, it's, uh, I, would, I would bet a lot. Uh, I think they're in a really spot. If it's something that's sort of random, the right guess like rock paper scissors or something um i don't know i would pay i would play anyone if the if the sample are big enough if we were throwing like a hundred uh like best of 101 or something i might do like i don't know 25k or 50k or something like that you would do 50k on a side action bet at the gambling olympics (laughs) 
Yeah, that's actually an offer if anyone wants it. Best of 101, though. Best of 101 what? Uh, In what event? First one to 51 throws, rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. You would do, oh, my God. Is it Levitan or Jennings? Are either of you taking Bales up on his best of 100, 51 wins, rock, paper, scissors for 50 grand? This is like Bale's specialty. Like you're you're underselling how good he thinks he is in this. I'm not sure that he is that big of a favorite uh, against competent rock paper scissors like myself and, and Peter. But to to his point, I think you know, like if somebody wanted to play me in Connect Four who hadn't played since they were four years old or so, you know that that there would be I would be such a big favorite that uh, I'd also be willing to play for uh, a lot of money. We've been in the lab on on Connect Four running Sims and stuff like that. We're ready to go there. And uh, I think there's actually a lot of strategy in that game. So to me, Connect Four, I think, is the one where you can actually generate the biggest edge against somebody. So uh, there'd be some some side action there uh, for sure to be had if I thought that the person hadn't really played since they were a kid. All right. You didn't answer the question, though, uh, which is, are you willing to take Bale's 50K side action bet on rock, paper, scissors? No, thank you. And even if it was 50-50, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go, even if I thought I was a 50-50 chance against Bales, you know, 50K wouldn't be smart in a 50-50 bet, obviously. And what is the most you'd be willing to do side action on for Connect Four? Uh, If I had it down for sure that the person hadn't played since they were four years old, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, 30K, uh, something like that. I mean, it's really a simple, like, math problem. Like, you know, how much money do you have? How big is your uh, edge? And then just go from there. All right, Jennings, two questions then. Three questions. One, are you willing to take Bales on for 50K in rock, paper, scissors for side action at the Gambling Olympics starting July 9th? Find coverage on actionnetwork.com. Uh, I would not take that that bet with Bales unless I was given a price. If I was given, say, plus 110 or 115, Meaning that he'd have to risk his fifty-five thousand to my fifty. I would be interested in that bet. Although one thing that I think is is very important to think about in general uh, with my friends, I try to keep the units a lot lower uh, than I would in something that I'm really trying to make money in. Like for example, in DFS, I'd be happy to risk fifty thousand um, if I thought I had a solid ROI. First, my friends, I'd be much more hesitant just because of the figure uh, with good with good buddies. All right, so would you do 30K with Levitan on Connect Four? I think we've both been in the lab, so I, I, it's, a, it's a solved game ultimately. I don't want to give away too much, but I, it sounds like Levitan's really grinding, so I would be very hesitant to do 30,000 versus Levitan and Connect Four. All right, what is your max side action bet and on what event that you're willing to... Uh, proposition your fellow gambling Olympics participants in? So I, I like DFS and sports betting uh, a lot. I think those would be the two events that I think I have a, a pretty decent edge, especially for some of the opponents uh, in the field. And yeah, I mean, if I, if it was the right person, I would be approaching a six figure bet for sure. Uh, that's that, that would be kind of my threshold if I thought I had the right ROI. Uh, and again, Levitan broke it down really well. It comes down to what your expected ROI is. And then, basically taking what percentage of your bankroll you're willing to risk uh, in that scenario. So I think in, in DFS in particular, if we were talking like it's obviously going to be baseball and WNBA, 
Uh, my edge is smaller than it would be, say, in like the NBA, but there's still certain opponents where I would be willing to make a, a really big bet in that game. So you so this is great. In the span of 10 minutes, we now have close to 200 grand on the table in side action bets alone. Forget about the 30K that you guys are, that the group is collectively putting in. You'll do almost six figures in sort of DFS or sports betting. Levitan will do 30K in Connect Four, and Bales will do 50K in Rock, Paper, Scissors. I feel like we need to collect all this information, create more content out of it, and post it as like these side action bets that are already underway or are offered um, in the Gambling Olympics. Oh, yeah. And Brandon Adams, again, he is the king of side bets. So I think that could be someone to, to really monitor in terms of uh, throwing down some, some interesting action. There's, oh there, there's actually already already articles on Action Network about some of the side action. There's the one about my uh, double bagel tennis bet against Brandon. Peter and Bales have the uh, pull-up bet. There's an article about the broathlon uh, up on Action Network. So we have we have Peter uh, over under 59 and a half made three-pointers. So we already have some some good side action going for sure. Did we list the money amounts in those? Like I'm on the site and I remember going through those and I don't remember the money. Uh, I don't believe we did, but it's fine by me if we do. I think we need to, what, what, what are the money, what are the money totals? People want to know the money. That's what makes the betting interesting. Uh, it's not that big. So the double bagel against Brandon Adams, I have 1500, uh, the, uh, broathlon, I believe is 2k to the winner. The, uh, 59 and a half. Three pointers for Peter. I have a thousand. I believe Peter may have given a couple pe- couple other people some action on that as well. And then I'm not sure what Peter and Bales have on the pull up bet. We have two thousand uh, on the pull up bet between Bales and I. I'm getting plus seventeen and a half. And Chad, one thing: if you ever get involved in this stuff, I'd be very cautious to do any sort of physical uh, anything that would involve strength with Jonathan Bales. He is uh, nicknamed the Hulk in these I, listen, in these profits. You say that as if I've never seen Jonathan Bales, spoken Jonathan Bales, spoken to Jonathan Bales, or shaken his hand. Like, the guy can barely lift his shoulders because his arms are so big. Yeah, it's pretty easy to tell. The, the thing that we're kind of glossing over here is it's all about opponents, right? Like, a lot of these side bets are against really sharp people. Like, I would never bet 30K against Brandon or, or Peter and ba- or Bales and anything because I know they're super sharp, and if they, if they were going to bet that much, they would be extremely prepared. When you say, how much would I play Connect Four against uh, somebody for it's all about the opponent that's just like everything in gambling you know you're only as good as the person you're playing against you know it's like uh certain people are really good at uh, high school basketball or something and then all of a sudden they go to college and they can't play you know it's just all about opponents just like a lot of things in life what do you mean uh, you've yeah. been in the lab with connect four so uh, i don't want to give too much away but there has been a lot written about optimal connect four strategy there's an mit paper out there i know some people have read and then there's some apps you can run um, and play the computer and stuff like that and, and kind of see uh, what you should be doing and where you should be going in certain situations and, you know, setting up traps and just having a strategy, just like you would with any other strategy game. And people think Connect Four is super simple. It's not. Um, it's actually pretty deep and you do have to think a few moves ahead. I'm pausing because the level of depth and uh some would say insanity that this has gotten to where you're in the lab practicing Connect Four and willing to bet someone 30K on your Connect Four ability. A lot of people listening to this would think 
oh my God, that's crazy. Or they think, oh my God, these guys are the coolest guys in the world. Um, but it honestly speaks to everything that we're trying to do, right? Like Bales, is this not everything that sort of is interesting about starting a company like the Action Network and then doing the Gambling Olympics? Yeah, of course. This is, the, this is obviously the best part that we actually done. It's just insanity. So all in, Bales, Levitan, and Jennings. Bales, we'll start with you. Um, other than the 2,500, what is the total amount of action you will have at stake at the Gambling Olympics? Um, it's so tough to tell. I think that most of it will um, uh, go down when we're there. Uh, Peter met BA, Brandon Adams, I think, is going to fund a lot of the side action. I know uh, I'm very confident I'll have a lot more side action than the, the buy-in for the Gambling Olympics. Um, I already have uh, a bunch of other uh, side, bets with, side bets, which Levitan mentioned, but um, it's so tough to tell. It really depends. And like Levitan said, it, it depends on the p- opponent. Like, I'm not going to um, bet a huge amount of money against someone that I think is, like, equal to me in something. I wouldn't bet Levitan and Connect Four or something. But, like, you know, like you said, if if, uh, if I could get action against someone who hasn't played Connect Four, then uh, it, it could potentially be a huge bet. Another thing to consider is um, getting paid. So we uh, know each other. We trust each other. Um, you know, you put a lot of faith in the uh, uh, ethics of the, of, the per, of the person or people that you're betting against to get paid. So that, that's a huge factor. So sometimes getting action um, where you think you have an edge, but you also trust the person to pay can be the, the biggest limiting factor in getting, in getting some of these side bets down. All right, Levitan, how much side action are you going to have in addition to your buy-in? Yeah, I'm looking at my sheet right now. Looks like I have 9,300 in side action going into the uh, going into the event, and uh, maybe I'll get some more while I'm out there. But we'll see. We got we got a full plate. We have a, we got a full uh, full schedule out there, so we'll see what's going on. Plus, you've got 30 grand that you're willing to take on Connect Four. Bales has 50 grand he's willing to take on Rock Paper Scissors. Uh, Jennings, who's going to go next, has close to 100 grand he's willing to take in sports betting or DFS. What else is your side action uh, 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 budget look like? Yeah, I think I'm around the same number as Levitan, just a little bit less in, in, in booked action already. And again, we, we've emphasized a lot. It's going to come down to the opponent. Um, there's there's certain people I absolutely would not play uh, in DFS um, for a large amount of money, but there's certain people that I am interested to do that. Uh, we've talked about playing some ping pong. There's always golf props, so... I imagine I'll end up having a lot more action than what I currently do have, but it's going to come down to uh, kind of what's offered. And that's the joy of this uh, entire process is getting, you know, 12 great guys. I think we're, we're all, uh, there's a high trust factor amongst everyone. And uh, over the three days with all the different events and the wins and losses that people experience, I imagine the action will really be flowing. So have to be strategic and really try to find the best spots and have as much fun as possible. All right. So, I love the Gambling Olympics. Follow it all July 9th to 11th. The boys will be in Vegas with nine other guys, all of whom have been mentioned in the podcast. Uh, Also, listen to the Three Donkeys podcast. It's crazy fun, crazy smart. um, And it speaks to like everything that that is interesting about people who bet on sports and the psychology of betting on sports and betting on life generally. Uh, 
in honor of the Three Donkeys podcast, I want to play one game of Lot and Things, which Levitan, you referred to. And it's basically this game where you throw out a proposition and you ask people to give you the answer of what um, they believe the total number of this proposition is. There is no right answer. It's entirely based on um, how you think I would be thinking about this particular proposition. So like, I remember once we played this game and it was, how many insects do you think there are in the state of Kansas? And I think we put the total at like a hundred million or something like that. So here's what I'm going to ask. LeBron James signed with the Los Angeles Lakers yesterday. Uh, How many people in the world today hate LeBron James for signing with the Los Angeles Lakers? Now, do I need to give you a number? You need- so you can, you can ask it to yourself, Chad. We can have you be the person we're trying to guess. So you can write down a number, and then Bales, Levitan, and I can try to guess what you think. All right. I got a number in my head. Can we define hate, Chad? Because, you know, there could be dislike. There could be, uh, there could be a lot of factors here. Visceral hatred. They would go onto Twitter and say, I think he's a bum. How many people would go onto Twitter and say, if they all had access to Twitter? Uh, mm-hmm. Or we're all on Twitter. I think he's a bum and I hate him. And this is all the people on earth, Chad, that know of LeBron James. All the people on earth. Bales, go first. I'm going to say um, uh, 20 million. Interesting. Interesting. I can go uh, next. I'll let you go last, Levy. I, I, will, I will say... A hundred and fifteen million. Wow. Uh, yes. The the object of this game is to get into the person's head who's answering the question. Obviously, I think Chad has it in his head uh, that a lot of people hate LeBron. So I said ninety million, which I actually think is is higher than the real answer. But I, I said ninety million. That was my think. I think Chad thinks a lot of people hate him. I would say that the winner is Jonathan Bales. I said it at fifteen million. Wow. Oh, oh. yeah. That's not a lot of people considering how many people there are in the world. I know, but I don't think that many people hate him anymore. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. That was for 100 each, right, boys? <laughs> exactly. Of course. Listen, everybody uh, keep track of the Gambling Olympics. Um, follow it all on actionnetwork.com. Keep track of what these guys are doing. Uh, at Bales Football, at CSU Ram, uh, 88, right, Jennings? Is that what it is? That's correct. That's correct. Uh, Levitan, give me your Twitter handle because I can't look it up fast enough. At Adam Levitan, just my name, all one word. All of you can find them uh, on the Action Network, actionnetwork.com slash gambling hyphen Olympics. It's going to be freaking phenomenal. Um, And we'll be tracking it all. And listen to Three Donkeys. Subscribe to the buffet, then unsubscribe, then resubscribe, then write how much you like it. Uh, at the iTunes page for the buffet, rate, review, et cetera, et cetera. Fellas, thanks for joining. Great stuff. Good luck at the Gambling Olympics starting next week, a week from today. Enjoy. Thanks. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad.